Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I wanted to share with you a little bit of a, a story, um, and when I say story, it's more of just a conversation. Um, recently, uh, someone very close to me has been dealing with some life-threatening situations, and it, the outlook and the report of the doctors has been pretty grim. And I had the opportunity to go and to, to sit with them, and they were given some particularly disturbing news right before I walked in. And immediately the Lord put on my heart a conversation that God has with Moses. Actually, it's the first recorded conversation that God has with Moses. And that is the conversation from the all familiar burning bush when Moses is keeping the flocks of his father Jethro and the Lord he sees a bush that's on fire and he turns aside to see the sight and the angel of the Lord which is a pre-incarnate manifestation of Christ the angel of the Lord speaks to Moses out of the burning bush and in of itself you know this is a story that many Christians or many people that have had any familiarity with church have heard over and over again but there's an aspect of it that I don't feel like is often brought out or elaborated on. And it was the question that God asked Moses. One of the questions that God asked Moses at the beginning of Exodus 4 is he just says, Moses, what is in your hand? What is in your hand? And Moses is like a rod, a staff, a stick, you know, like a, a tree branch. And God takes that and does some extraordinary things with it. But the point is, is that God doesn't ask Moses to have something that he doesn't. God doesn't require something of Moses that Moses doesn't already have. See, the way God works is God asks us to give everything that we have, and then he takes that and he multiplies and increases the magnitude of the efficacious nature of what it is that we have. Moses had a stick, a stick that he used to keep the flock. So you have this tree branch, this worthless thing that's covered in dirt and sheep feces and, and it's just completely worthless in of itself. But God takes that stick and he has it turn into a serpent and then back into a stick, which is a, a picture of the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the curse and then the cross. And it's just this redemptive picture. And then that same stick is turned into a serpent again to, you know, to baffle Pharaoh's magicians. And then it's held over the water to turn water to blood. And it caused locusts and lice. And it becomes a administrative tool for all of the plagues. And then when they leave Egypt, it becomes the thing that is used to part the Red Sea. And then after parting the Red Sea, when there's a question about who should be the priest, it becomes the very thing that verifies that Aaron is to be the priesthood and the lineage, his lineage is to be the priesthood. And then it's taken and it's placed in the Ark of the Testimony. And it becomes something where it still resides to this day. And it becomes something of eternal significance. Something worthless becomes something of eternal significance. And so when I was sharing that with this gentleman in the hospital, 
I was telling him, hey, it doesn't matter if you have 30 minutes left or 30 years. It doesn't matter how smart you are or how dumb you are, how rich, how poor, how strong, how weak, how healthy, how sick. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you commend to God and you give to God what you have because He's not asking you to have something that you don't. He's asking you to give what you do have. And then He can take that seemingly inconsequential and sometimes seemingly worthless offering and He can make it something absolutely spectacular. Something that can have eternal significance and have a profound effect in the lives of other people. So today, as you're listening to this and you're getting your day started, quit putting these standards on yourself that God hasn't put there and ask yourself, what has God given me already? What can I render back to God? Not, hey, they have this, so I need to have this, or they give this, so I need to give this. No, what is God asking you to surrender? And what seemingly inconsequential thing can you give that God can take and make have an eternal significance? This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. God bless and have a great day.